Hello, greetings, and good day. My name is Keith Gala, and I'm the host of That Was Great, wasn't it? Each week, I'll be joined by my friends, both old and new, to reminisce on our youth via the nostalgic power of Saturday morning cartoons. Some will be classics, some will be classical air quotes, but all of us pondering the same philosophical conundrum. That was great, wasn't it? Season 1 will be breaking down Pro Stars. Pro Stars part of NBC's 1991 Saturday morning lineup and featured the all-time greats of Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, and Wayne Gretzky doing their best to stop bad guys, inspire the youth, and protect the environment. Keep up the speed with the show by following us on Twitter and Instagram at How Great Was That? Subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Show a little class, <laughs> not a little ass. Whoa. Armchair Radio, your best source for sports news, fantasy tips, and more. I'm Tof. I'm joined by my regular co-host, avid sports fan and fantasy participant, Greg. Hey, Greg. I'm the pick expert now. I think you need to get that straight. You I know, but change I'm, that intro. I'm the one that gets to write the intro, so therefore <laughs> I get to... sucks. Yeah, well, your fantasy football skills suck. Eh, touche. <laughs> Greg, we're not alone today. No. We're welcoming back a guest. Yep, Pouncey. No. Oh. Pounce is here every week. That's true. Mm-hmm. Vlado? No, but Vlado was on last week. Huh. Yeah. The die? No, the die will not be joining us. Actually, he might be joining us. We're going to reference the die, but right. I don't think he'll be joining us. He might be us. calling in on the... Yeah, maybe. Maybe. 1-800 line. No, this particular guest, Greg, hasn't been with us until our preseason episode where we made our picks. Whoa. Please welcome back to the show our friend Connor. Hey! Hey! How's it going, Connor? It's going great. Oh, good. So the last time you were here, you tried to give us COVID. Yeah. Right. Unsuccessfully. Are you trying to give it to us again? Do you have it now? We don't know. Maybe I'm asymptomatic. Whoa, he's not answering. That's dodgy. That's dodgy. I mean, feeling pretty good, but may have had a fever yesterday. Oh, gosh. So you were feverish less than 24 hours ago? Left unanswered. He's trying to give us COVID again. <laughs> He's trying to give us COVID again. Son of a bitch. Connor, stop giving us COVID. I can't keep having you on the show. You both have had COVID. <laughs> there's no proof that I had COVID. Nah, you had it. Well, I mean, I, quite possibly, but we there's no proof of it. it. We all know you had it. But you have to at least admit that there's no proof that I had COVID. Is this still the intro? I'm not admitting yeah. anything. <laughs> all right, go. <laughs> okay. We do have a very busy agenda. We do. 102 NFL seasons... And 56 Super Bowls are now in the books. This was the first season with 17 regular season games and an expanded wildcard lineup. Right. With the Super Bowl having been played this past weekend, today is our NFL season wrap-up show. And we'll discuss all things Super Bowl. We'll also revisit our predictions to see who came out on top. That's right. You want me to tell everybody right now? No. Oh. That, that was a tease. That was a tease, Greg. Oh, okay. So after all these episodes, you still don't... I was ready to... Still don't get it. You just let it out okay. of the bag. Still don't get it. Let's go ahead and jump in. Okay. This year, a 30-second Super Bowl ad cost... $7,000. 
your number has one comma. Seven this number has two commas. Trillion dollars. No, it was seven million dollars. We actually talked oh, about that in our last episode. That's right. What did you guys think about the Super Bowl ads? Which ones the do you remember? Ads. I yeah. didn't see any of them. You saw several. I saw. I missed a couple. You were actually watching it with me this year. That's right. But also, I I think I think one of the reasons you invited me over is because you didn't want to be troubled with texting back and forth throughout the game, which is what we've done for pretty much games. the reason why. <laughs> right. I wanted the texting crap because we were texting, and then in the middle of that conversation, you said. You should probably just come over for the Super Bowl. Right. It wasn't even like a, hey, would you like to come over and join me for the Super Bowl? I could definitely tell the context of that invitation was, I'm not putting up with this during the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Yeah. Two text in. Pretty much got that right. <laughs> yes. So let's get into the commercials. So of the ones you saw or remember, which ones do you remember that you liked? Which ones did you not like? Do you have any favorites? I have a list, so we can just go through them if you want yeah, to Yeah, go that through way. them. Okay. Um, so according to USA Today's ad meter which is the main source for ranking the commercials. Here's the top 10. Okay. Highest ranked ads. All right. Starting with number 10. The first one was E-Trade's Off the Grid. That had the talking baby. Mm-hmm. That wasn't bad. That was one you of my... You and I talked about it. That was yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. Next was um, Toyota, the Joneses. This one featured Tommy Lee Jones, Leslie Jones, some other woman with the last name Jones, and a Jonas brother who I didn't... I think I missed that one. Well, it was just... They it were was, all driving the Tundras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, jump in if I mentioned one. Yeah, the, jump in there. If, yeah. if there's one in yeah. particular that you liked or didn't like, NFL's Bring Down the House. This was, this was, remember, if you remember last year, they had the commercial that featured all the legendary players. Yes. Well, this was like. That was really good, too. I think this may have been the best one. Well, this was kind of like that, except it was two, it was I two kids. That one too? I think you did. Son and I missed it, God. too, and I went back and watched it. But it, this is two kids that were playing an NFL video game. And the players jump out of the screen and they play a, oh, basically the game in the house. <laughs> yeah. It was a two minute long commercial. It was basically this year's version of last year. That one oh, last year. I didn't see that it one. It was good. It was that, good. That might have been. I'm interested in that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They discussed Specifically it before Connor the NFL. Said it was good they too. discussed it before how they kind of made it. And they oh. were all like did claymations of the wow. little players. Wow. It, it was really good. I, I sent like you claymation. that link. I sent you the link so you can go back and watch it. Okay. Number seven was BMW's Zeus and Hera. And there's two reasons in particular why this is one of my favorite commercials. This is the one that featured Selma Hayek and... Oh, Arnold I missed Sports that Day. one. Because when I came I back in for making nachos, you told me I missed. Mm-hmm. You, I meant, And you said there were two reasons why it was your favorite. Yes, up to that point. Right. Mm-hmm. It's still do you know what my... two reasons they were? I do not know. Oh. But I think we'll find I out guessed. shortly. No, I'm not going to say. I'm just going to say it's there's two, two very reasons. specific reasons why oh. I liked... I like the commercial with That's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Selma Do you know what? Why? No. Number six was Lay's Golden Memories. This is one with Paul Root and Seth Rogen. I missed this, but I went back and watched it. Funny commercial. Then there was the uh, Toyota commercial called Brothers. This is kind of a heart-tugging, one of those heart-tugging kind no, of commercials. the worst. Not interested. Next was Ke- Kia's RoboDog. Uh, that was fine. It was Did okay. I see any of these? Probably not. Next was Doritos Cheetos Flamin' Hot Push It. A+. Plus. That was a good commercial. There's a bunch of really talking animals, one. and it featured one of the, um, a former member of Salt and Pepper. Son of a gun. I'm sorry, did I, I say it right? Salt and Pepper? I think so. Okay, good. I never saw any of these. Number two was this was one of your favorites Amazon's Mind Reader with Scarlett Johansson and Colin oh, Yost. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the they, one, they actually started playing that before the Super Bowl. I, oh, did I they saw really? Couple, yeah. Ah. And you, you hate. Colin Jost because I don't hate him. I just don't. I don't think him and you don't think he's funny. And now you hate him because he's married to Scarlett. Yeah. 
well, that's, two, two reasons why I you didn't hate care him. for him, and now I probably do hate him. <laughs> it's <laughs> two reasons why you love that one commercial mm-hmm. with Selma Hayek. Two reasons. That's correct. And then there are two reasons why you hated this one. Uh-huh. So, okay. I agree. Mm-hmm. And then the number one commercial, according to USA Today's ad meter, was... But, wait, now if you think about it, Scarlett Johansson has two reasons you might like it. So it might be negated, and therefore it's an even commercial. I'm like indifferent? Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Okay, I'll declare that I'm indifferent to that commercial. The number one commercial, according to USA Today's ad meter, is the Rocket Homes and Rocket Mortgage Dreamhouse commercial with Anna Kendrick. I think you missed this one. You I missed all of these. I, I sent you. I, a, I sent you a link. Too. You could have gone back and watched I've been, them. You know, I was traveling late. You were last traveling. Night. So here's some other ones Tough. that stood out. Um, that were just kind of in the middle. Uh, I think this might have been your favorite commercial that you definitely saw. That was the General Motors Doctor Evil commercial. Oh yeah, I like that one. That was yeah. a great one. I did like that one. Another throwback was, and that came in at 14. Number 16 was uh, Verizon's uh, Goodbye Cable with Jim Carrey doing the Cable Guy. Pretty good. Missed I like that it. one. And then uh, number 21 was one that I liked, was the Avocados from Mexico Coliseum Tailgate featuring Andy Richter. Wait a minute. Avocados from Mexico, they're, they're advertising them? They've, they've been running an ad campaign avocados for Why? Because Mexico? the U.S. has, has not allowed, they've blocked all avocados from Mexico because the drug cartels are taking kickbacks from them. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Well, we had I, enough kickbacks to I pay for you. a Super Bowl commercial. And so they're pr- they're paying for Super Bowl commercials. We're we're advertising them, but yet we're blocking them from coming into the country. I guess so. Interesting. Yep. Wow. Here's the bottom five guys. Number five was DraftKings uh, Fortune Life's a Gamble. Uh, I didn't mind this one. I don't know if you remember this one. You probably missed it. But this was where um, there was the girl that was doing a bunch of stunts. Like on one part, she was uh, on, on the back of a motorcycle yeah. like Evil Can Evil. Yeah. Then there was Wallbox Can Supercharge Seth Embrace Electricity Again. I barely remember that one. It was fine. Uh, Bud Light Next Zero in the Way of Possibility. That's, I think, their new seltzer, maybe. Yeah. That was, that was oh, number three. Oh, I think I saw something. One of the seltzer ones. Yeah. Seltzer, seltzer. Number two, and this is going to the worst commercial of all time. Or of at least all time? Of all time. No, of the, of the game. Okay. So, so this, is, so this is going from five down to one, one being right. the worst, right. the lowest rated commercial. Right. Number two is Eat Toro, Flying Your Way Home. I barely remember this. I thought it was creative, but fine, I'm fine. I don't think it deserved to be the second to the worst commercial. And then the worst commercial. Uh, and by the way, a lot of these commercials were a minute long, which means they were 14 right, million right. just for the sure. ad time. And I, I've heard in the past that the total cost of production and hiring actors and everything that oh, some yeah. of these commercials you're cost. Bring in Jim Carrey and like they cost you know, fifty or sixty million dollars right. for a thirty or yeah. sixty minute, sixty second commercial. So the worst commercial, according to USA Today's ad meter, was Coinbase, and this was the one. And the I think QR you missed this code. too with a little QR code. I think an, I did see it for an entire minute. I even scanned I the QR code. I did not. I did. I was not going to fall for <laughs> I that. I said, "Screw you, QR code." Same, same as me. And so that was, and I agree with them. That I was did, absolutely. I didn't even know what it was uh, when I saw it. Apparently, it, it was so popular it crashed the Coinbase website, though. Well, it was also rated the the worst commercial of the Super Bowl. So okay, so there's there's other two sides to every story. It could be good and bad, but if it brings you customers, that's, that's true. all that matters. Some other uh, lower ranking ads: uh, T-Mobile and Greg. I think you agree with this. The T-Mobile Miley do it for the phones. This was the second half of that campaign. Oh yeah, you didn't care for that one. Uh, the no, Polestar no not. compromises. Uh, new electric car commercial. Actually, I think that car is kind of cool. So not a bad commercial. Taco Bell's The Grand Escape. 
Amazon Prime Videos Football is Open and Carvana's Oversharing Mom, which I agree, that was kind of annoying, actually. Yeah. Here's a few more that are in the middle, and I only mention these because, Greg, I think you did see some of these. And I liked probably them. saw all the ones that were in the middle. Yeah, so Rakuten's High Stakes. This one featured uh, Hannah's Waddingham's from Ted Lasso. Remember mm-hmm. that one? Yep, yep, I do. And then Caesar's Sportsbook, that one, um, that one had... Um, oh, whoops, uh, JB Smoove and Halle Berry, who you do not like, and no, nope. who you like, Halle Berry. I do like, and the and the Coopers, right? No, I'm sorry, and or the Mannings, the Mannings, which was funny, where he said, "Can somebody pass me the salt or something like that?" And then he goes, "What did he say? Something about a winning quarterback or something yeah. like that?" <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. <laughs> yes, I don't mind JB Smoove in that role. Generally, I don't like him, but I like him. Then, uh, did you see the Irish Spring commercial? I thought that one was pretty good. That was kind of funny. Where a guy no, goes to, to an he, he goes to an island. A guy goes to an island. No, and I on know. the island they don't tolerate people that smell. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. Greg, you you uh, took notice of T-Mobile's Hint commercial. That's the one that uh, had the Scrubs reunion between Zach Braff yes. and Donald Faison. Yes, and I, not that it was a great commercial, but I, it was good to see them again. Yep, I agree. Sam's Club VIP featuring Kevin Hart. Also can't stand Kevin Hart. I'm not a Kevin Hart fan. I'm not either. And then... And then actually, I, I like this one. Uber eats, Uber don't eat. Yeah, this was this was a really good one on my list. Good ad, yeah, good ad. What happened? They're eating deodorant. Oh, I did see that. Basically, yeah, basically the yeah. point is anything that I Uber eats delivers one. should be edible. Yeah, instead of eating a bunch right. of non-edible. That was very funny. <laughs> that was. Yeah, that was great. Next, gentlemen, what about the halftime show? How old are you? I'm 25. 25. Wow. Okay, so you weren't even born when these people were in their heyday. I mean, Eminem. Did Do you, you know? know them? Do you even know who these people? Did you are? know who those performers were? Uh, the woman, uh, unknown on her, but okay. But you knew everyone. Doctor Dr. Dre, Snoop, and Eminem, and Fifty Cent, of course. Did you know the? Did you know the final performer? He's actually the youngest, the most contemporary. Oh. I knew his song, but I'm Kendrick blanking Lamar. Up. Kendrick yeah. Lamar, yeah. So it right. featured Snoop, Dre, Mary J. Blige, Connor. Uh, 50 Cent and Kendrick Lamar. The combined age of the fa- halftime performers was 286 years old. I thought that was a funny note. Yes, it is. <laughs> now, I did think it was... A lot of people were kind of making fun of how big 50 Cent was these days. And yeah, lot, I was thinking he a looked kind of like, jacked, though. No one had the nerve to even say anything about Mary J. Blige, and she was wearing that outfit. <laughs> Except for like, you and I, kind of, yeah. kind of privately. Why? Yeah, she she tried to pull off the Shakira J Lo outfit. Yes, I think and Mary did, J Blige wear it similarly. Even no, n- no, she did not. No, <laughs> to to this day, she is a very talented performer and singer. Yeah. yeah, maybe should have picked a different outfit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Show a little class, <laughs> not a little ass. Whoa, whoa! You might mean a a lot, a, a lot of us. <laughs> but in any case, I thought it was a great show. Did you guys enjoy it? I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was a great show. I had no issue with it at all. A lot of people were like going, oh, best ever, best ever. And that's what they say all the time. Well, okay. Uh, you know, it's hard to compare. Yeah, like Everyone, give me some Lady Gaga. Come on. Right. Everyone either says it was terrible or it's the best ever. They always go to right, the extremes. Right. I thought it was very, very good. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was great. All the, all the performers did great. Right. I don't care. A lot of things came out about Eminem kneeling. There was actually nothing thing. to that. It was just part of the choreography. I don't know what it was. I don't think there's anything to that. I don't know. He's a big Kaepernick supporter. Well, listen, and, if, if he was, and, then But great. now he was also kneeling during um, when Dre was playing a Tupac song. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of things. But you know what? 
He wasn't dealing, kneeling during the anthem at the time. Right. Quit making a big deal out of it. Yeah. Let him do whatever the hell he wants to do. I don't know what the reason was. I don't really care. Right. I, th- I thought er- all the performers did a great job. And also, I don't care if they're lip syncing or not. It doesn't matter. It was a terrific <laughs> show. I thought it was great. I so don't do we think, think they, they were, were lip syncing? Um, well, they actually have a technology where, where you can lip sync and not lip sync at any moment spontaneously throughout the show. So they, they, it's called a gate you can put on the microphone. Right. So if you stop singing, there's a backing track that's playing at the same time that will fill in. Okay. Mm. So actually you can, could be doing both throughout the entire performance. Huh. Either way, I don't care. I thought it was a great show. Okay. Now, but well, you forgot one thing. What's that? About Snoop. Oh. You mean you mean the, uh, the prop bet that we didn't actually... Well, we did. We won. We did win. We did win. The prop bet was is whether or not he would smoke on stage. Right. I, I don't think it clarified during the performance. I think it just said on stage. Yeah. Okay. Either way, he was he was smoking backstage <laughs> right before he went out. <laughs> right before he went out, they <laughs> like got immediately a picture before. of him. Yeah. 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 So there's a little gray area as to whether or not we got right. that right. But no, he, we got it right. But he was he was smoking right before. <laughs> Next. Okay, gentlemen, let's okay, move gentlemen. on to the actual game itself. The results. Now, this I did see. I'll just tell you that right now. You did now. see the Saw game. all of this. Oh, good Near, Nearly all of it. So before we talk about the game itself, a couple of things. So first of all, the Bengals were a four-and-a-half-point underdog going into this game. Now, I think it settled out at four points in the end. So the B-Tigers lost, but they still covered the spread. And I think our friend Mike Leonard, although I didn't confirm, I think he took those points and bet on the Bengals. Mm. I think he did too. Because I, I reached out to him beforehand, like on Wednesday or Thursday, and he said yeah. I, I, he, he wouldn't tell me who he was going to pick until Sunday. He said, I won't, <laughs> I won't decide until Sunday. But he did kind of comment that based on the line, yeah. that he was probably going to take the Bengals. So if he did, he did well. So the last eight teams to win the coin toss at the Super Bowl lost the game. Wow. So we should have known when the Bengals should have known. <laughs> won the coin toss. Yes. That they were not going to be victorious. Also, this is the youngest coaching matchup in the history of the Super Bowl. McVay was 36 and Taylor was 38. That's pretty just re- crazy. Pretty remarkable. Two coaches under 40 yeah. against each other in the Super Bowl. Greg, give me your thoughts on the game. Um, It lived up to, you know, the whole couple two three weeks leading up to it it was you know it was a great game yeah i thought it was a fantastic game i really did you kept on going oh this thing's over this thing's over this thing's over and it wasn't that's true it wasn't over till the till the end until aaron donald came in and finished it off and by the way but he was offside on that last play no that was a fake picture don't that picture was not real they actually superimposed something there to make it look like he was. Okay. That, that picture is going around the internet. Um, but if you look on that play, if if um, Burrow had any time at all, Jamar Chase had burnt Ramsey so bad, Ramsey fell down and Chase was wide open for a touchdown. Which happened play. several times during no, the no, game. No, no, no. He was on his back. Oh. On his on face first on the turf, and Ch- Chase was taken off down like he was. There's no safety back there, nothing. Oof. It was one on one, and he would have been gone. Wow. Um, I'll try to find that picture for you. 
Greg, do you want to kind of walk us through the game a little bit? I guess the first big play was OBJ. OBJ, he's back, right? baby. He's back. He's back. He's but back. then as soon as that happened, he basically was not back. A non-contact ACL tear. Right. Which as soon as it happened, you pretty much knew. Yeah. I mean, you, you just knew. Hate to see And it. it's like he's questionable to return. Are you freaking kidding me? So then, obviously... Mr. Cooper Cup comes in and scores the next touchdown. And that's when it was, they blocked the extra point, right? Or no, they fumbled the, the snap. Yeah, that's right. Is what happened. And then they end up up 13 to 3. Is that right? Because they had a field goal. Yes. Bengals had a field mm-hmm, goal. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're like, uh-oh, this is pretty much over. Well, I thought when they scored the first touchdown so easily, I already thought then. I was like, oh, I hope. I hope they don't get buried. Then the Bengals came back. Yes. Higgins twice for TDs. One where he kind of ripped Ramsey's face mask off. Yeah. Well, the refs, I mean, until the final minutes, basically didn't call anything. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, the they officials, didn't call a lot. No. Yeah. They, they, they didn't call several things that probably would have been called in a normal game. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then... So once the then then you know then the uh, Bengals were up at that point and the Rams kicked a field goal and then on that final drive for the Rams Cup hadn't been doing anything. Cooper Cup basically disappeared. By the way, did you see the no look pass by um, Stafford to Cup mm-hmm. on that yeah. drive? Like wasn't it a third down? Like. Uh, it might have been. It might have been. Something else I want to ask you about, but Greg. But he was looking at one of their other, I think it was Jefferson or the something. The entire time. The entire time. Look, well, he actually looked to the left first. Mm-hmm. Then he looked to the right to Jefferson and just went, like, through it completely no luck. And yeah, Cup, like, Cup um, commented on that. He said, he said I, I was watching him stare down Jefferson, and then all of a sudden the ball was coming right at me. <laughs> Yeah, but I also want to I want to back up a little bit because yeah, go ahead. I, I think one I th- thing that marked this game was was third and fourth down decisions, and the first one that was notable okay. was on the Bengals' very first possession. They went on they went for it on fourth and one, I think, or two. Was it at their own? At like around the fifty, and that led to the the Rams' first touchdown. They I gave thought them, it was like further in their territory. No, no, it, wasn't? it was okay. at half. I mean, it, it was it, yeah, it was it was right around half, in midfield. Okay. Um, but so for the Rams' first possession, they gave him half the field. I, th- I thought that was a terrible. It, mm-hmm. Listen, if you're going to go for it, fine. But Zach Taylor kept calling pass plays yeah. on all of his third and fourth and shorts. When you had Mixon, who except for the last one, yeah, I, I just I just thought those were weird calls. I found the play just to show you um, the play where where Burrow was getting pressured and Chase has Ramsey on the ground. Oh, wow. He's wide open. And Ramsey is on the ground. There's no safety. Well, and you and I talked about it several times. Ramsey had a pretty bad day. Oh, yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. When you come out and say you're the best cornerback in the NFL and you play like that in the Super Bowl. Well, and then Joe Burrow went after him the entire game, basically. I mean, he didn't care. Been a different story if if Aaron Donald wasn't there. Yeah. Well, we said in last week's episode that one of the matchups to watch would be 
Ramsey and Chase? They're, they're, no, they're, or, inter- they're interior yeah. line we'll versus Donald against we any offensive line I player. said I really wanted to see J- Chase and Ramsey go at it, is what I said, too. But um, yeah. that didn't live up to the hype as much as the the Aaron Donald. And really, it wasn't just the outside, inside of the offensive line, inside of the defensive line. It was, you know, Von Miller had a great game, too. He had a really good game. Yeah, he he put a ton of press, pressure on, Chase, on Burrow. Yeah, he certainly did. So it really came down to the the Rams drove the ball and got a touchdown. Cooper Cup, of course. Right. Almost every play went to Cooper Cup. It yeah. The last it may drive. have. Yeah. May yeah. have. I told you that they needed to just sneak it every play for four downs because when they were down on the one-yard line. Oh, that was the other thing is th- then all of a sudden the refs, the refs start calling start, penalties. Yeah. Yeah. I had a real problem with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I agree, but the, the only thing that made it even was the – the Bengals touchdown. We'll talk about that a little more in just a minute. But so basically it came down to the Rams drove the ball, yes. scored a touchdown, went up by three. Correct. And kind of the same as the Rams Niners game the week before, they had about a minute and a half. I think the Niners had like a minute 49 maybe. And the Bengals just couldn't mount a drive and the game was over. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. They, the, the touchdown to cup, I guess when they had it first and goal on the one yard line, the first play was they had a, quarterback sneak by Stafford and he went a half a yard he yeah, basically didn't get had a half a yard mm-hmm. and I just said I would sneak it every yeah, play because even if he stopped they're going to have to use did they have any timeouts left I, I think they did I think they had well two. the Rams were down four though no I know yeah but my point is if he sneaks it four times from the from the one yard line yeah. there's no way he doesn't get in yeah likely but yeah. He did throw it to Cooper. Cooper Cup did what his normal yeah. Cooper Cup self does. Well, at one point you were like, he was wide open. How do you leave Cooper Cup <laughs> was wide open? Yeah. There were moments in the game where both teams thought they lost their quarterbacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Legitimately. True. I think back-to-back drives. Yeah. Burrow was down and kind of yelled out. Like, he was yeah, in he was real screaming. pain. Yeah. And he goes back to the sideline limping. He declines to go to the tent and then just goes and sits down. And then the next drive, he goes out and he's perfectly fine. Should we call him Faker Burrow? <laughs> no. Oh. That okay. nickname was reserved okay. for um, one player only. Okay. The Rams did lose OBJ. We mentioned that. And so let, let's get back to the officiating just briefly. Did you have any... So here, let me just state my case and then you guys can agree or disagree. My main problem with it is, is, is that if you call almost the entire game one way, then the two teams settle in that way. And then down the stretch in the final minutes when it's the most crucial, they start calling a tight game. Yeah. When actually, it should be the reverse. If anything, right. you should call kind of a tighter game during the game, mm-hmm. and in the final minutes, loosen up quite a bit. Right. So that you're not making... So you make sure as an efficient crew, you're not determining the outcome of that game, especially right. a Super Bowl. Right. Agree or disagree? I agree. I thought the penalties were there. Of course, but, they're but, always there. That's not the point. Yes. But, you know, there was a couple of plays, like... Like uh, Connor mentioned, when when uh, Higgins scored and he ripped off Ramsey's face mask, that right. should have been called. I think they just missed it, honestly, because the yeah. the 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 ref was on the sideline, kind of blind, you know, right, couldn't right. see it. I, so I don't know. But uh, then, yeah, I mean, the fact that it wasn't called, they should have almost continued. Like, if they're going to let that play, then let everything play. I, I'm just, yeah, but, I stated my case. That's just how I feel about it. it just if you got to be. You got to be consistent, in yeah. my opinion, in a, in a Super Bowl. 
Honestly. I don't think ref the third down holding before they got to first and goal though. Right on the receiver. I didn't think that was holding. I thought that was pass interference. Yeah, it seemed pretty light. It was a little bit. It was, it was light. On the it was a little that bit. changed the game. It yeah. was third and goal, bit. and they were down force. They would have to right. go for it. That's right. I think the officiating did determine that game to a degree. But the ball was in the air at that point too, so I don't even know how you call that holding. How do you call that holding? That's yeah. pass interference if you're going to call it. Right. They call they even with them calling it, it was the wrong call. Yeah. So I don't know, but I mean, I don't think officiating made the decision on the game, in my opinion. Cooper Cup is named the MVP. Yeah. Any issue with that? No, I think no. a lot of people said Aaron Donald. But first of all, votes have to be in, I think, two minutes before the game. So it, even on that last play by Aaron Donald, that didn't even count into um, decision-making on stuff. So, you know, it, it, Aaron Donald was great, yes. But, you know, I mean, he had two sacks. I think he had three tackles. He he was great. He caused a lot of pressure, a lot of, a lot of havoc. There, was, I told you there was one time where there were three guys blocking him. Yep. I go, I go, mm-hmm. stop this for a second and look at this mm-hmm. because they have three guys blocking Aaron Donald here. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, someone's got to be wide open, ready to go if they have three linemen blocking him. So he was great. Um, but I thought Vaughn Miller was awesome too. Vaughn Miller was freaking causing, causing havoc. Even when he wasn't sacking Burrow, which he had two sacks, um, even when he wasn't sacking Burrow, he was causing Burrow to th- – I mean, sorry. Yeah, he was causing Burrow to throw it away quick Yeah, on a regular basis. But, yeah, I told you when it happened, I said I said it should be Cup. Yeah. Joe Burrow, the most sacked quarterback in the regular and postseason, ties a Super Bowl record getting sacked seven times. The other person with seven was – in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Was it Jim Kelly? Roger Staubach. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Now, if he wouldn't have gotten rid of that ball in the final play of the game, he would have set the record with eight sacks. <laughs> with that spinning Jeez. throw that yeah. almost, that almost, almost got went there. there. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. That was nuts, though. It had never happened before in Super Bowl history. Now, two years in a row, the host team wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you and I have talked in previous episodes about the upcoming venues. It's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> no. So you don't think the NFL is rigged? No, I don't. Oh, yeah, it's well, totally and the, one of the reasons I, I definitely don't think it is is because Goodell has a problem with that. He didn't yeah. like that two teams two years in a row, one at home. I don't care. I think it's kind of cool. McVay is now forty-eight and one with a halftime lead. Did you know that? Uh, I knew that he had a big record. I didn't forty-eight and one with a lead at halftime. Yeah. That's yeah. nuts. And going into this game, teams that won the turnover battle. We're thirty-eight and five now. They're thirty-eight and six because the Bengals had more turnovers. So that's interesting. Whoa, whoa. Boom. And then speaking of Cooper Cup, this note: he won the receiving triple crown. He won the offensive player of the year, and he won the Super Bowl MVP. Jerry Rice is the only wide receiver in NFL history to do all of those things in an entire career. Cup did it in one, one season. One year. Wow. <laughs> he did it in a single season. Um, the only thing he didn't win was. Uh, he won offensive rook, uh, offensive player of the year, but he did not win MVP. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Ram safety Taylor Rapp proposed to his girlfriend on the field after the game. Wide receiver Van Jefferson had a baby headed to the hospital after the game to meet his new baby. Odell's girlfriend is pregnant. I don't know if I don't think they've had their baby yet. 
They were supposed. They were like due any day. Yeah, on the yeah, Super yeah. Bowl. Did you have Aaron Donald on your list of possible retirements? I didn't think. And I don't think feel like I had heard that all season. And now then it's now, a story. Now that the it's Super like Bowl a happened, big, yeah, big story. Yeah, Aaron Donald, McVeigh. It's like the whole. Yeah, team. it's not. It's not official, but he is considering it. Yeah, how about Sean McVeigh? Are you retiring too, Connor? I'm out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. It. You know, yeah. sitting here, walking out, walking out. Just you walking out. I thought the the news of a potential retirement by Aaron Donald was shocking, but not nearly as much as Sean McVeigh. Right. And you didn't. You hadn't heard that story. I brought that up to you. You brought it up. The day before the game, he denied any rumors and said he loved coaching. He yes. was definitely going to be back. Right. Tuesday, two days after like, the Super I'm Bowl, he was, <laughs> he was non-committal about coaching next season. Right. Yeah. And then I told you that I was you listening to Aikman. Troy Aikman, yeah. who's being interviewed on the ticket. Aikman thinks he's not going to. No, no, no. I, they, said, they said, okay, so among Donald and Miller and Whitworth, Whitworth. and McVeigh, of those guys that are talking about possible retirement, which one do you think is the most likely? And... Aikman said McVeigh. Most likely to retire? Yes. Mm-hmm. How can you not say Whitworth? I don't know. But, but he was asked, he was asked <laughs> that question. Whitworth just basically said he's retiring. Yeah. He, yeah, said, he was 40. He said, how can I not walk off as if I win this thing, not walk right. off? Right. I mean, like, he's a guaranteed, right? I don't think Aikman has a source on it, but I'm just saying that's the way the question was he posed to him. He might have a source. He's in the... He might. He might. In, I'm not claiming he does. I'm just saying that's the way the question was posed to him, and that was his answer of those four people. I thought you were saying because of the, all that is the reason why he believes that that um, McVeigh might go. But you weren't saying that. No. You were saying the question was posed between all four. Yes, who's of these the four most? people that are discussing possible retirement. Who's the most likely? And he oh. said Sean McVeigh. Because, all right, what were the four? It was Whitworth, Whitworth Miller. Oh, Miller. Donald. Okay. And McVeigh. Now, remember, I gave you insight. I that would say, in my opinion, it would be probably Whitworth, number one. Miller, Donald, McVeigh. I'd say Donald, too, with all the stuff coming out. Okay. Now, with everything, I'd say McVeigh and then Miller, because I've heard nothing on Miller. Right. Right. So, when it was in the beginning, I would have put McVeigh at the last, at the end. Well, remember... I also gave you the insight that McVeigh's about to get married. Right. And he really wants to have children and a family. Right. And understands the time commitment to coaching. And I think he could easily get a network job. And I think he'd be decent at it, if not good. Well, he might just push Sean Payton out of a job. I mean, maybe. Think about it. Yeah, good. He might. Uh, Right. I I think, and with Amazon picking up the NFL, I I just think there's going to be an opportunity for him if he wants it. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah. An estimated 101.1 million people watched the Super Bowl on NBC and Telemundo Wasn't combined. that a record? It was not a record. Oh. No. It's it's kind of in the middle. It was it was better okay. than last year. Okay. Is what they said. Another 11.2 million people streamed the game, putting the total audience at 112.3 million. It's pretty close to like our audience, to be honest. Just shy. Yeah. Just shy of our <laughs> audience. That's right. Oh. And as you said... This game completes a seven-game streak of fantastic postseason games, making this probably the best postseason in NFL history. Yes. I, in my opinion, it, it probably was. Yeah, I, I have I agree. to go back in the records and see if there was anything that compared, but I, I haven't been able to From find. memory, you and I have yeah. talked about it a lot yeah. in the last couple great. weeks. I don't, see, I, don't, I don't have any memory of it ever it being awesome. better. How about next year? 
Would you like to know who's got the odds, the best odds to win the Super Bowl? I bet you it's not the Rams, and I bet you it's not the Bengals. Here's your top five. (gasps) Bills, Chiefs, Rams, Niners, and Packers. In that order? Yes. Bills, Chiefs, Rams, Niners, and Packers. Here's your top five best odds if you want to put money down now. And that Packers probably dropped down because they don't know what's going to go on with... uh, A-Rod. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, even if he comes back... Your boy. Your boy. (laughs) That's right. My best friend. Uh Now, you might be a little incredulous about this, Greg. The Cowboys are in sixth. Okay. And you know who's in seventh? The Bengals. The The Bengals. They put the Bengals behind the Cowboys. Well, the problem... The reason they put the Bengals behind the Cowboys is because they have to go through the Chiefs and the... the, and the uh, Bills, which I understand. You I could understand. you could possibly argue, now we don't know who's coming back, but on paper, you could say the Cowboys had a better roster from top to bottom. You could. I think a lot of people say that a lot of the years. And, and but over the last 26 seasons, we know that that doesn't right. make right. a bit of difference. Nope. <clears throat> Here's the teams with the worst odds. I'm sure you could easily guess these as well. This is from five down to one. All right, let me guess. Let me guess. Oh, wait, should I guess one? Or should, which, 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 Whatever. I'll just guess some in the top five. How about that? This is the worst five. The I'm going to guess five teams, and you just tell me if they're in the list or not. Do it. Jacksonville. Yes. Um, we'll go with Detroit. Yes. We'll go with the Jets. Yep, that's three of five. We'll go with... Let's see here. I'm going to go with... It's not that hard. The other Texas it, team. I'm thinking the NFC South, and I'm thinking. When I tell I'm, you, it's completely obvious. <laughs> is is it the Panthers? No. Is it the Falcons? No. Okay. The NFC East. No, I don't think anybody in the NFC East would have the worst. So it's got to be AFC then. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know Houston? Yeah, Houston for sure. So the bottom five from five down to one, the Giants, Jags, Jets, Lions, and the Texans have the worst odds right now in Vegas to go to the Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl. Giants, I think, should be a little higher than that, but... (laughs) It doesn't matter how how a little bit higher. Are you still going to put money on them to win the Super Bowl? Might. No, you're not. I might put a lot of it on there. Next! All right, gentlemen, there's only one more thing to do. What is it? Before the final con- results? Before we conclude this season. How Vlado and the die did? That's right, Connor. Here we go. go. It's time to reveal our preseason predictions and find out who did the best. Okay, let's do this, bum, Connor. Bum, bum. Bum, 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 Feeling pretty good about the Marstool. But first, a preseason poll that I ran. Oh. And I sent the, you the results on Facebook. So I simply just posted on Facebook in a group that I'm in, who's going to win the Super Bowl on Sunday? 224 votes. 224 votes. Is this like a recent number you got? Because a lot of people could put their votes in after the Super Bowl. No, remember, these are the results I pulled at 5 o'clock. Oh, so so 30 minutes before kickoff. Okay, good. All right. Yeah. So 224 total votes. Yep. It was basically split 51-49. Wow. Which is crazy to me. I don't know why. Really? 
Yeah. Because all the experts were taking They that. all said the Rams. Rams. Yeah. I don't know. Also, this is a Dallas sports group, so it's they weren't biased towards right. either of the teams. Right. If, if anything, Stafford is from Dallas, mm-hmm. and it should have leaned, if you're going to pick because right. you're rooting yeah. for someone, you should have voted for the Rams. Right. And they were home, and they were more likely to win anyways. They were four and a half point favorites. So. Right. Anyway. Okay, so here are the results of our preseason picks. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Feeling pretty good. I don't know if you know this, but I won the regular season. Oh, you did. And I won the playoffs. Oh, so that's why I'm considered the pick expert. Greg, I, actually, you actually did it to you. And actually, I won the overall last year, too. So, oh. I mean, I mean, you know, okay. I mean, you know, it, I it is what die. it is. Definitely it, beat the die. It is what it is. Like, I don't know about that. The die had the Bengals winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> Just Wait, so you know. That's right. Because I remember <laughs> us being so surprised. Yeah, we laughed like, no at it. We go, way. you stupid die. That's right. <laughs> Actually, Greg, nothing that you said about yourself is true. Actually, it is. It's not. It's 100% true. So I the- won the picks in the playoffs. I'm talking about our playoff picks this year. Oh, during the I'm season. I'm talking about our, our during the season okay, picks. Okay, fine, but we're talking about our preseason picks. I'm talking about the season picks. I won. We talked about those last episode. Oh, That's not what we're doing here. We're revisiting our preseason picks. I'm saying I pick pretty well. All hail the okay. picker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, he's all hailing the picker. Okay, I can't wait he's to, about re- to go down. I can't w- wait to reveal the results. To see if we still want to say that. Oh, wait a minute. I'm picking. <laughs> hey, he's got a ghost in oh, it. Looks like he's done that face before. <laughs> okay, next. Okay. Next. The way it breaks down is is mm-hmm. there's there's 36 available points in the regular season, and you can pick up an additional 20 in the postseason. Right. That's how our scoring system works. So out of it's 30, the Greg scale. It is, right. it is the Greg scale. So out of 36 points... Vlado and I were tied for first with 25. That's 69%, gentlemen. What was that? What'd you, what say? Was what? What'd you just do? What was what? What'd you just do? Nothing. I didn't do anything. Why? Why? You winked and pointed at me. I, I didn't. No, I did, I you did. I did nothing of the sort. No, you did. Okay. I have it on video. I'm going to put it on the video podcast. And then in third was Greg with 23 points. All right. Oh, Not bad, man. Greg. In Hope I'm ahead fourth, of the die. In fourth was Connor with 17 Whew. points. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Barely so just die. under 50%. And the die was in last with 12 points. 33%. But. Then, again, but there were, there were 20. changed. That's folks. right. And so. Small comeback. So going into the Super Bowl. That's not a, that's not a comeback. You're small. Sorry oh, about that. Sorry, pounce. <laughs> Going into the Super Bowl, the die had had got the AFC champ Bengals correct. Yeah, Vlado had got the uh, Rams correct, Rams. and he picked them to win the Super Bowl. And you got the Rams Oof. correct, but did not pick them to win. That's the right. Super I picked the Browns, Bowl. which right. is not at all correct. That's a toughie. So I, I could have earned an additional ten points. Right. Vlado could have obviously earned ten points. And the die could have earned 10 points. So it really came down to the Super Bowl. Right. And so here's how it shook out. Obviously, the Rams won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Vlado got 10 points. I did not. And the die did not. Screw the die. Dang. Oh, no. I didn't have 10 points. I didn't have 10 points available. I I picked the Rams. Right. I picked the Rams. What you you needed was for the... For the Bengals to win so that Vlado and you would tie. That's right. If the Bengals Mm -hmm. Bengals won, and also if the Bengals won, 
the die would have moved up and in the third me. place and beat both of you. <laughs> so there was a lot riding on the Super Bowl regarding Jeez. our preseason picks, which yeah. makes it very exciting. Right. So, of course, the Rams won, so Vlado comes in first. Yay! Way to go, Vlado! Congratulations, Vlado. Way to go, Thelma! So out of 56 points, he, he got 40. I got 30. Greg got 23. And you tied for last with the die with 17. <laughs> Because the die got an additional five points to move up from 12 yeah. to 17 and because so of their, their pick of the bank. Next year on the show, Horrible. the die is taking your place. Oh, my God. <laughs> Give it away. You know what we hey might guys, do? Hey, guys. It's me, the die. <laughs> oh, hey, die. Hey. How's it going, guys? Wow. Yeah. You like my friend over here, Connor? I just beat his ass. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the next week's pick, next <laughs> next season's picks. No, what I'm we should a really do. Really good picker. I picked the Bengals. Did you? <laughs> wow. Still came in last. Still came in last. That's with, okay. With thirty percent accuracy. We had fun though, didn't we? At oh, least yeah. I took some chances. You bowl lickers. <laughs> I picked the Browns. That was taking a chance. What? They supposedly had the best team okay. in the AMC, talent-wise. This was funny for the first 10 seconds. Now I'm annoyed by it completely. <laughs> no, but you know what we should do is we should consider, if he's available, having Vlado be on that episode with us to pick live. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. should have plenty of notice. That's right. Well, we, do, we never know when we're going to do it until like <laughs> right. a day or two before. And he has to get up at 3 in the morning. Oof. Yeah, he, he got up at 3 o'clock in the morning to join us in last week's episode. So thank you very much for doing that. Yeah, Vlado. All right, well, that's it. That's all we have for this edition of Armchair Radio and for the NFL season. We don't have NFL football no. until early September. Oof. That's right. Just cleared the schedule. Well, now Greg and I will actually be back next week what? to go over all the news stories we didn't cover leading into the Super Bowl. Oh. A kind of news quick hits, if you will. Oh. Yeah, kind of a clearing I didn't house. Know that. Yeah, you do. We talked about this. Oh. Okay. Can't wait. <laughs> next year I'm beating the die. It's on. That's a low bar Just counter. saying. <laughs> next year I'm beating all your asses. Uh, I kind of hope that happens. <laughs> All right, some brief credits before we go. Find us on Twitter by searching at Team Armchair. The number for the hotline is 405-785-0355. Perhaps next year, someone besides Jim Rome might call That's the right. If you like the show, tell your friends and please subscribe. Maybe Guy Fieri. Oh, maybe Fieri. Guy Fieri. Yeah. yeah. If you like the show, please tell your friends and please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Armchair Radio is a proud member of the Podfix Network. For more information, go to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Thank you to our friend Phil Root for our custom logo. Until next time, for Greg and Connor, I'm Toph, and this is Armchair Radio, a Gravity Beard production. And don't forget, sign up for our Fantasy League next year. We're giving you a head start. <laughs> it's going to be fun. See you next week, everybody. Right, bye. Goodbye. Like I fell into a hole. Oh, oh, is yeah. Connor okay? Goodbye. Is he okay? He hurt himself. That's fallen into a he hole, Connor. He fell into the hole. It's the loser of the die. He just killed himself because he lost to the die. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> if he wouldn't have done it, I was going to do it for him. I'll just tell you that. You're going to murder him? I was going to push him into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who left this hole here?